well, no, I, well, here's the thing, when you're drunk, you get lazy, so I just put them at my feet, rather than pushing them a foot further into the alcove. Uh, so it's, it's there now. Uh, welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, uh, video game ideas from the internet, either from Instagram, Reddit, Twitter, YouTube, and email. Now, two of those were unofficial. You, you gotta guess which one, though. That's the game. No, the, no, I can tell you. YouTube and Instagram. That's only... an interesting one that you slipped in there for yeah. once. <laughs> I'm, I'm really just... not a fan of it. Well, like, here's the thing. We are active on Instagram. Like, we, like every time we make a piece of art, it does go up on Instagram. It's just like... Active is a very loose term for what we are on Instagram. I have we nobody to existent. reply to. Nobody, sa- nobody says anything. So, like, if people were, like, commenting, I'd be like, hey, what's up? Thank you for coming hanging out with us. Well, we've but, never made it. We've never made the push for Instagram. Are you making the push for it now? Are actually, we an Instagram-based sh- podcast shit. now? We actually, you're right. Like in our 69 cool four cool nice 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 uh, episodes, you and I. Have well, never... Wait, wait, wait! Is this 69? Yeah, this is 69, dude. Woo! Yeah, baby, we did it. Welcome to episode <laughs> 69 of Spiritual Suck. <laughs> Welcome to this. Well, hey, we're not. We don't need to recycle that bit. Hold on, but bumping himbo tunes for your wild afternoons has sexual implication. I am gonna. And say it was very good, but we that we did that, Jape, and we can move on to the next one because that's how funny and fast we are. I mean, AJ, I don't know. Those about jokes who, aren't good anymore. I, I, Those are stale <laughs> jokes. A joke. The jokes suffered a week, dude. They're stale jokes. It's like bad bread. You got to throw it out. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Like the joke won't land this week. We've already I mean, done it. Well, this could be somebody's first episode, and they could be listening to you and I just arguing. It's still about a stale shit. joke, even if it's new to them. It's still bad. If I hand you two week old bread and I say it's new to you, like you're still getting shitty two week old bread. Yeah, but that's more bread than I started out with. <laughs> you're a glass half empty kind of guy. I'm a glass there's bread in it kind of guy. <laughs> Check out my cup of moldy bread. Would you like some? <laughs> it's instead whatever. <laughs> All right, thank you everybody for tuning in for episode sixty-nine. AJ, you want to give us our first game? Yeah, I'll give us our first game submission. Actually, actually really quick, really quick. How what? are you doing? How's your Hades run going? It's going very good. Um, Hades is still the only video game I'm playing right now, and it rules. I'm still loving it. It's so good, dude. I'm so um, I'm so happy you got me into that because like normally you and I play kind of different games a lot of the time and yeah, I I'm play s- good ones. Uh, fuck you, I play good ones too. <laughs> I'm playing I'm playing Mist from 1999. Thank you. It's a good game. Considered uh-huh. the best game of all time. Also, it's like a pl- million years old. I mean, so, fuck. It's so is. I was gonna say so is your dick, but that just doesn't make sense. And- My dick is a million <laughs> years old. I got cursed by a witch, and now my bones from the waist down are so old. This what is are a you? Bad, impl- I don't know. This is a bad joke. It's a bad joke. I, it was fuck, a bad whatever. joke. Whatever. It, it was I, so bad, I'm I couldn't ha- even run with it. You I'm saw having- me stumble with that shit. Can you give me a different setup, please, so I can try to make a good joke on this podcast for once in our fucking lives? I, I, AJ, <sighs> you, have, you have made so many good jokes on this podcast. I think you're one of the funniest dudes alive. Thank you. That's not something I can make jokes about. That's just the truth. It's just a compliment. It's like Thank how dare you. you? How dare you give me a compliment, man? I want to. I want to. I want to fucking dunk on you. Whatever. Whatever. Me. That's. It's. You know what? Try and be nice. And this is how you treat me. You know. This maybe, is not you the know, place for you know, that. Maybe, That's not you know, what we maybe, do maybe, here. Maybe episode sixty nine is where we go our separate ways, huh? Right. I start. Oh yeah. I, I start spiritual suck west. You start spiritual suck east, and that's how we do it. And it's just you, you and I alone talking, talking about how much we hate each other. Yeah, you know what? Episode sixty nine does give us a good point where we can now start thinking about like, all right, where where do we want this to go? Because uh-huh. you know, for a while now, we've been working with the fiction of you know, we're we're a com- we're a game design studio. We have our key dev team. Like mm-hmm. that, that's that's the fiction, right? But like. Now we can really start expressing ourselves. Now we can start taking some creative liberties. Maybe talk- we do go with this direction that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they suck east and they suck bad, and they're both <laughs> equally productive. It's on but a compass. One of them's if you way look it up, cooler it's and east way and better, <laughs> and the other one is hosted by Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit. 
All right. Well, you know, here's the thing, though, AJ. I'm. I feel like I'm a little bit more all-encompassing here because I take submissions from places you don't. So, like, everybody's just going to start submitting to YouTube, and guess what? I got all the submissions now. You there can't will make, be a big... You can't make funny ha-has if you don't have funny ha-has to begin with. There will be a big difference in the amount of submissions that we're bringing, so they will be effectively two different shows. Which, you know, maybe maybe that's a direction, right? Maybe maybe this great schism is the right move for us, just productivity wise. We'll call it we'll brand it as the suck civil war. The civil the civil suck war. Ooh, civil war is great for branding. Worked mm-hmm. good for Marvel Comics two different times, and it worked good for America. <laughs> It, that's what put us on the map. That's just, just branding what, wise. What do you mean? That's what put us on the map. You mean found, put us on like no, no one, no, no other countries were taking America like seriously until the Civil War happened, and then Marvel looked at that and they said, "Huh, two hundred. We could years, do that for comics." Two hundred year old Marvel was like, "Man, we could really do this for Spider Man." Yeah, I'm just saying that no branding, no branding opportunity is better than a civil war. Look at Snickers; they did or not Snickers. What's the Twix, one with the candy Twix, bar? And they Twix, 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 you baby, Twix. Twix, Twix was like Twix, Twix civil war, left versus right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So fighting is, is good branding. Fighting is good branding. All right, all right. So you and I will be like welcome the Twix to spiritual factors. successor. Fuck Blake Raya. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what if you and I were just mean to each other just, for an hour? Just, just like you and I, just just fucking screaming, <laughs> just devolves into a bad episode of Joe Rogan. God, you imply the idea that Joe Rogan would take a stance. People could go on Joe Rogan's show and be like, I think I all people are bad and should die. And Joe Rogan would be like, mm, that's very interesting. It's very interesting. Oh, yeah, you want to hit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for a video game idea? Yeah, we should. We should. Uh, all right. That was a long civil war. It lasted. Nope. We're uh, still going. La- we're t- hey, Blake. It's the civil war now. Okay. They, so, okay. So here's the, AJ, 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 AJ. It actually turns out you and I on the side have been producing our own video game consoles. You have <laughs> AJ's, you know, the Xbox series. AJ, AJ, AJ Suckbox. AJ Suckbox. <laughs> Man, we really didn't think about what was going to happen when we branded ourselves a spiritual successor, did we? <laughs> the Suckbox! <laughs> the Suckbox? You have the Suckbox S, and I have the Suckbox X. And then <laughs> you and I, this episode, we're coming up with the games and just trying to figure out who whose game goes to what console. Okay, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. We're going to do two nugs this week. <laughs> we're going to do two the nugs, one launch box. game for each box, and it's still going to be better than the real world we're in. <laughs> I mean, that's an easier name to remember than Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. Did you hear about that? Like, the influx of people who bought X, the, the current Xbox line because Did they were they? fucking confused. Yeah, there was a huge, huge spike in sales for the Xbox, like, X... S? Or an S or whatever, and yeah. because a bunch of people mistook that for pre-orders of for the, spirit, the new Xbox console. Series X S. Yeah, it's and it's the, just the dumbest fucking shit in the world, and I want to capitalize on that because the Suckbox is the suckiest console in the world. Yeah, I agree. The Suckbox X is the suckiest console in the world, unlike the Suckbox S. I which... beg, I beg to differ. Do you, does well? does yours have haptic feedback? A full body haptic suit? I think not. Mine has haptic. Um, AJ, real joke quick, pending. Do you know joke pending. Hold is? on, wait, wait, wait. joke pending. <laughs> Mine has haptic predictive actions. My controller well, starts on. vibrating AJ's before you get joke, hit. My my controller. I'm on that Google Stadia shit. My my controller presses buttons before you press them. They're like, oh, we know what you're gonna want to do. Yeah, then what the fuck's point of playing the game, AJ? Everybody's like, I just I want to interact with something. And you're stealing away their interactivity. That's a pretty sucky console. No, it's super good because all my internet, uh, like, there's no lag because of the predictive uh, things. So unlike the Xbox X, or I'm sorry, the Suckbox X's bad servers. <laughs> so here's the first video game that I've got for the Xbox 
or the Suckbox Series S. I'm going to mess that up every time I try it, I think. At, th- at this point, I forget who's fighting for what. So let's say you're Xbox Series S and I'm Xbox Series X. Sorry, Suckbox X, Suckbox S is you. Of, uh, there was a of, rough spot there where yeah, I had no idea what you were well, saying. Well, that's because, you know, the, the Spiritual Suck podcast is actually hosted on the same servers as the Xbox, uh, as the Suckbox S, uh, my competitor here. <laughs> and as you can see, their internet is quite awful. So, but this AJ, is why I've built predictive gameplay features stripped right out of Google <laughs> Stadia system. I knew yeah, this was coming because of, failing, my cool, because, because of the Suckbox's cool predictive forward-thinking process. We identified an issue and found a workaround because we are not fixing any problems. <laughs> we are just adding on. All right, AJ, give me the Xbox Series. Uh, I keep calling it the Xbox Series. Fuck. All right, AJ, give me the Suckbox S's first game. So the Suckbox Series S's first <laughs> game comes from... <laughs> Hello, we have our first caller. He is the representative of the Suckbox S series, uh, and he's here to tell us why his uh, his his suck is better than my suck. Do you think about the things that you have to say and the things that I'm going to have to make a jape about afterwards? Because I don't want to talk about how you and I suck different. So how far back do I need to go? Can you give me the submission again, please? Yeah. This submission comes from Calvin and Hobbies at Calvin and Hobbies. Mm-hmm. An RPG where you assist the characters of neglected video game franchises in getting a new one. Train Captain Falcon for a new F-Zero race. Help I.I. overcome his claustrophobia for a new Super Monkey Ball. Or sharpen Pyramid Head's sword so they're ready for the next Silent Hill. So... Is it more, is this like a doctor game or like a, you, you run, are you, I this feel like. This reminds the, me yeah. of this hit show. And by hit show, I mean thing I have a fugue state memory of because it was one of those things that came on Adult Swim sometime between 2 to 3 a.m. And I mm-hmm. would catch it because I fell asleep watching Bleach. And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm kind of awake now. Let's see what's on. Do you remember Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? Of course I do. I remember <laughs> there was a great episode of it where uh, the Scooby-Doo clones were being sued by the actual, like, Mystery Inc. Incorporated because they're like, hey, there's a bunch of fucking people who stole our steez and we want to sue them. So, yes, I remember Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. I'm imagining an RPG similar to Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. A lot of visual elements of you trying to get old dead franchises back into the limelight how do we rebrand pyramid head like sharpening his axes isn't enough he needs something else perhaps mm-hmm. we sharpen his whole head and his head is now the weapon weapon mm-hmm. perhaps so captain falcon he does need a new car but maybe the car's too big have we considered maybe <laughs> f-zero on horses. Wait, 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 AJ. I have a way better example for this. Do you remember Nathan for you, where he would just show up to people's businesses and be like, I'm going to do this absurd thing to help get your company more money. Like locking a TV your... behind a gator? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Man, okay, okay. I'm so mad that Nathan <laughs> for you exists because you and I will never ever think of anything funnier than trying to like get hundreds of TVs from Best Buy by operating a stunt where you try to say, oh, we have $2 TVs at our business. You have to get past a gator to get them but then still taking full advantage of best buys cool will price match anything process i think my i think my favorite one he uh okay so the 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 concept of nathan for you is that as a person with no business experience whatsoever goes to local businesses that are failing or trying to revamp themselves and presenting like just obscure like not obscure but just outlandish fucking ideas to um, make them successful. Two of my favorite ones is he went to a pizza shop and he's like, hey, we are offering like something like stupid amount of like you could buy two for one deals on these pizzas and they cost like something like $3 for the two pizzas and it'll be delivered in X amount of time. When the pizza delivery person shows up to the house and opens the full-sized pizza box, it's just an, it's just a, uh, what's it called? A lunchable sized pizza slice. And people got fucking 
pissed because they're oh, like, because what they is are this? full size pizzas. The size is just very small. They've only marketed yeah. <laughs> that it is a full pizza. Yeah, and then the mm. other one is like you, uh, you pay a re- you pay X amount for gas, but then you get like a eighty percent rebate. So I don't know if everybody knows what rebate means. Is like you pay the full price now, but if you send in uh, a copy of the rebate, you actually get eighty percent of that cash back. And most people just don't really give a shit. So like the business often profits because not many people want to do their rebate. What he did though is is the rebate box is on top of the biggest mountain in Los Angeles and you had to hike up there and deliver it. <laughs> so it became this God, whole camping I'm... trip. <laughs> Nathan for you is just one of the fucking most like high concept what the fuck happenings ever and it's what wonderful. if Nathan for you was in charge of getting beautiful Joe a new video game? Okay, okay, so this is like a Nathan For You sponsored video game service. So he becomes yes. a character. He okay, 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 okay. So the we've the, we've the, taken we've taken Nathan for you. We've hit him with the mm-hmm. Phoenix Wright la- with the Phoenix Wrightinator, and we've lasered him into a Phoenix Wright esque character. How's it going? It's Nathan for you. Now he's a two day two D anime boy. Okay, so Nathan for you is a two D anime boy, and the backdrop to this series is Nathan for you's business. Like it's his, it's his uh, business firm. So yeah. like every mission is a new character comes in, and you need to figure out an outlandish way of making them better. So what is the gameplay? Are you? It doesn't become like a Phoenix Wright style game where you go to their respective games and collect evidence or ideas that I you think can it, then. It exists in a world much like Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, where like the fictional characters exist in the real world. And so what mm-hmm. you have to do is you're introduced to a character and you have to go run around their target audience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, give me mm-hmm. a give me a good video game character that you think might need a new renovation. Uh, I would love to revamp, um, Dante's Inferno primarily because the thing that he kept dealing with is everybody kept calling him a God of War clone. So his whole thing is he wants to revamp himself to be like, okay, I want to, I want to be my own new brand new game. And if anybody says I'm like fucking God of War five, I'm going to shit myself. So like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so what what he would do is Nathan Nathan would then run around a little 2D like oh there's all these little zones you can just walk through and it's all visual novel esque but now you got to go in and talk to all of like a couple game reviewers of the uh Dante's Inferno a couple audience <laughs> people people that claim that they like Dante's Inferno and people that claim that they didn't like Dante's Nathan Inferno f- and then Nathan Ferriu comes back over to Dante from Dante's Inferno not Dante Devil May Cry and he says okay. The problem that you had before is that your game was too similar to God of War. And people said Mm -hmm. that you felt like a God of War clone. Don't you Mm -hmm. worry. I have it. No one's going to call you a God of War clone ever again. I need you to dare your hair white, Dante, from Dante's Dante's Inferno. (laughs) The solution is... I need you to dye your hair white, and I need you to put on this cool red leather jacket. (laughs) Don't you worry, Dante, Dante's Inferno. No one's ever going to compare you to God of War ever again. I fixed your problem. And, and the next step is, is what I'm going to do is in every fight that you are in, I'm going to be standing off to the side with a megaphone and I'm going to be screaming alphabetical letters depending on how good you are fighting. So this but is this going to be, be the actual way... alphabetical letters, like a, like a grade school scoring system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then most it'll importantly, be you... <laughs> I will be saying nice things so as, so as to not step onto any legal toes. Instead of saying... Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna say things like friendly points, or I'm gonna say mm-hmm. things like a good day, or bet you could do better, buddy. Um, and so I think that this is just the game. I think that what we're essentially going to do is we're going to take what you and I do normally, weekly, day in, day out, <laughs> and give <laughs> and let Nathan have a crack on it as a visual <laughs> novel. Okay. Awesome. And this is going to be one of the launch titles for the Suckbox uh series series S. Yes. So I I want to give you a game for the Xbox the fucking fuck fuck fuck. It's I so bad. You, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like we run into this problem so much parody is dead. So now like even our parody we accidentally say the real thing, right? Mm-hmm. I totally understand. <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead and hit me with the Suckbox Series X launch title? 
All right, AJ. So, uh, for the for the launch title of the of the, the Xbox Series, for the launch title, the sucks suck. God, I just can't say it. I've played too much Among Us. I was going to say the sus box, which, in all honesty, that's that what is what I'm new- going to be referring to as the suck box Series X. <laughs> the sus box. The sus box. The sus box. All right. So the first thing you need to get when you're launching a new game is you need to have brand. You need to have brand. You need to have. Yeah, you need to have a built-in audience. You need to have people that are just coming to see it for the people that are involved. So like, uh, Ryan. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you need star power, right? You're saying that you like need, no one's need, no. Th- there's a reason why we're so excited about Halo Infinite, right? The game that's mm-hmm. definitely launching with the new Xbox. I'm so excited about Halo Infinite. It's definitely <laughs> not been delayed till God fucking knows when, because they would never do that to us. That's going to be their big seller. I'm so excited for Halo Infinite. Um, please forgive me. I I think I I you, I might butcher this. Ryan Va Va Fuzz. Please excuse me. I might butcher this. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm so fucking sorry. I'm a fucking dumb, dumb. Well, usually when somebody says, "Hey, I'm gonna butcher this," they go in and they just fucking, you know, salt the earth and butcher through it. You're like, "I'm gonna butcher this," and then you still came at it and like, "I don't know how to start butchering it." I guess I'm just gonna hack it up on the top. Sorry. Keep hacking through. Just I want you. If you're gonna say. Hey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just fucking attack it, it dude. Don't oh, stop. I, I, well, I'm trying. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. I'm trying, but I'm trying. I'm trying. So this, I'm this saying, goes apologize that you're gonna hold, slaughter it and on, then blast I, it. Hold Let's on. They go. gave a they gave a funny submission, and I want to talk about the funny <laughs> submission. So at Vafa Ryan, a beat 'em up where you have to fight all of the deadliest actors in film history. So of course it has like the people that you would think: Mila Jovovich, Je- uh, Dol- uh, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Chow Yun Fat, Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Kevin Costner, wait, 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 Wesley wait. Snipes. Who's Chow Yun Fat? Chow Yun Fat, uh, I believe, is a martial artist that they, if I remember correctly, they star in a lot of Jet Li movies. Um, okay. Or they have their own line of action movies. Um, I can't. I honestly, I, I apologize. I can't name any of them, but it's a name I am de- very sure I've heard before. You know what? Like the most surprising name on this list, though, is and they're coming up at like 571 kills in their career. Hey, Chow Yun Fat's in Crossing, Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon. Sorry, I wanted to get that in really quick. Okay. Who's the most deadly person? Fuck it. Not the the most deadly. The deadliest person is Mila Jovovich because of the zombie movies where she's just plowing through zombie after zombie after zombie after zombie. The, Fuck the, yeah. Yeah, she's fucking great. But Nicolas Cage is on this list at 571 kills in his career. Where the fuck did those kills come from? Because people say Ghost Rider, but in Ghost Rider, he kills like 10 people. Like he um, just kills the devil's croonies. He like destroyed an entire city of like cars and stuff in The Rock. In The Rock? Really? Yeah. He There's like all sorts of kick-ass See, explosions in that one. Okay, but is that something that he caused, or was that just something that happened accidentally? Because if I remember correctly, he's not the villain in that, is he? I thought he was, like, one of the agents. I thought it was, like, um, the other person that was the, the villain. I haven't seen Con Air, but is it possible that he kills everybody at the end of that movie? Yeah, but even, like, a, a an airplane, I think, only holds, like, a couple hundred people. I haven't seen Wicker Man. Is it entirely possible that he kills that whole village? No, it's the, it's true that the whole village kills him. <laughs> I haven't seen Witch Hunter. Is it possible that he kills all of the witches in the world in that one? I um, oh fuck that's right witch hunter was a thing. Do you think he I killed haven't his seen the fourth national and, uh, treasure movie? Is it possible that he killed everybody in America? See, the, the fact is, is like when I look at Nicolas Cage, I'm not thinking like kill spree. Like I think of Wesley Snipes, and I'm like, oh yeah, he kills a fuck ton of vampires in the probably the greatest action scene of all time. You remember the the club scene where there's just the blood raining on top of everybody, and he's yeah. just fucking going to town, and how like. It just like Matrixy and early like house techno and just man the just Blade so movies rule fucking, huh the Blade movies rock like they're amazing and Wesley Snipes is so fucking cool and also in Demolition Man he's rad like he Wesley Snipes has killed a lot of people I think of Jet Li oh yeah Jet Li's probably is is fucked up a bunch of people what I think Nicolas Cage I don't think like outside of Face Off I don't think action hero I don't know I don't know so this game is a beat 'em up where you have to. Scott Pilgrim style, fight your way through each of these actors. Okay, okay, okay. 
So are you just an like you're an up and coming actor and you want to be an action star, and your thing is that okay, <laughs> to get the Hollywood contract you need to fight my seven my seven evil uh, action stars my seven, <laughs> my seven evil action stars I think there's seven of them hold on like I, so I, you're I, trying I, to become the new Hollywood's new deadliest star so you have to kill all of the other deadliest stars to get it and accrue their kill counts this is no mm-hmm. more heroes a this little is bit. no more heroes this is no more heroes okay there's 10 of them so that's perfect so like a nice even 10 uh action heroes and i think i don't know how to say this but nicholas cage does feel like a level one boss How's it going? Welcome back, Nathan Fillion. I'm also stealing your launch title. Nathan Fillion's going to come in, and he's like, hey, Beautiful Joe needs a re... Na- Beautiful Joe needs a redo, a rebuild. Hey, you know what? This is nice because now the Xbox hey, Series hey, S hey, and the Xbox Series X both have a little bit of Nathan Fillion. AJ. Hey, Not Nathan Fillion. <laughs> I was just Fuck about me. to correct. <laughs> I love AJ. I love you, man. You're so fucking. When you get in that wave, you're just passionate, and you're just saying it like, "Yeah, we should do this. We should do this. We should do this." And then, you, then what's you the name for- of the guy from Nathan for you? <laughs> Nathan Fielder. <laughs> yeah, Nathan Fielder. Nathan Fillion's the voice actor, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's also the actor in Firefly and Castle, and that's uh, right. He's yeah. the actor, not a voice actor. He's just a whole ass. Oh, he dude. does. He does do voice acting. He does very good voice acting. So, is it Beautiful Joe killing all of these people so that Beautiful Joe can be the new most powerful, deadly person in the world? Beautiful Joe. Like yeah, he's you know going... Beautiful Joe. The so beautiful you're saying? One? Oh, so you're saying this is like. That would be pretty bitching that X that the suck box actually sniped Nintendo Switch and was like, "Hey, we understand that this is like one of your properties and you had a lot of fun with it, but go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. We're actually gonna you're do not it? gonna okay. touch it, so we will." Mm, and, and now, beautiful Joe is like, "All right, I have to. I'm so sick of all of these bad guys. There mm-hmm, will be no mm-hmm. more murder in the cinematic d- utopia that I, beautiful Joe, am about to create. We're done with m- violence mm-hmm, to prove mm-hmm. this." I'm gonna go kick the ass of all the deadliest movie oh, characters of all time. Yeah, like that's because, like, like the that first makes, beautiful so Joe was a lot of monster. Sense. Yeah, the first yeah, beautiful Joe rad. was a lot of monster movie parodies, right? Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the the man bat Godzilla, Godzilla but with yeah, an axe. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, God, that's so fucking rad. <laughs> so now beautiful Joe says, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're done with mo- these bad guys. I'm gonna go kill Mila Jovovich." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And by so, kill, I mean punch. Okay. Beautiful Joe would never do a kill. Actually, you know what it could be? You know, like maybe... The, okay, 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 okay. Just like trying to think of story here. So it's been a while since we've had a Beautiful Joe game. He's not in the cultural zeitgeist anymore. But mm, he's but he's in he, all of our hearts. He's in our, He's in our hearts, and we want him to come back, just like Firefly. So he is like trying... He's like... The game starts, he's like kind of down on his luck. He doesn't really have much going on for him. He realizes that, hey, he wants to be, he can revitalize his career by becoming the uh, Hollywood's next big, big action star. So he goes and he applies, he doesn't get it. And he's like, hey, uh, it doesn't happen. So he defeats, when he defeats the people uh, to get, uh, he defeats the action stars, he collects like their contracts. So if he collects all of their contracts, they just have to sign him. Something like that. Like, they each have, like, a MacGuffin that's like, hey, if you collect all ten of these things, you then are become the biggest action hero. So it becomes a little bit something like that's how he's going to get signed to the Hollywood studio for his big action film. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Awesome, 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 awesome. Because and, like, and this gives yeah. us this side-scroller action beat-em-up that you were looking for. It won't have that mm-hmm. 2D element of the Scott Pilgrim game, as you previously mentioned, but it will mm-hmm. have our fun platforming and jumping and... Back flipping and punching and kicking and AJ, 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 each one of them. Because, like, Beautiful Joe operates like I love Beautiful Joe because it's just so fucking meta. But, like, all of his powers are like editing powers. It's like, hey, we're going to fast forward. We're going to do a slow motion scene. We're going to do what are are some of his other powers that he Uh, he has, like, a zoom in, a slow time, a fast forward. But one thing I want to push emphasize is all of these are tricks of the old times. These are old Mm -hmm. editing tricks. And old, old movies did zoom in old movies did speed ups old movies did slowdowns but you know what like editing tricks we have nowadays that simply aren't being utilized enough in the beautiful joe meta narrative system the montage sequence 
the montage, the jump cut, the punch in, the out of focus punch in. Are you kidding me? Maybe you do. Maybe Beautiful Joe has a has a new ability where like everything goes out of focus a little bit, and when it refocuses, he's already kicked somebody's ass. The one punch that looked really bad was actually super good. You just couldn't tell because it was out of focus. Uh huh. Um, also, shaky cam is a thing now. So like it's shaky just like cam. there's maybe just there's a, just sequences where you kind of have to guesstimate information because it's just like a, it's it's like Cloverfield levels of shaky. Cam. I was like, I think I saw something, but you know that, you know that movie, uh, the one with the the superhero that's from he's like blonde and he's got all the lightning powers and he says, "I'm the son of Asgard." Thor, thank you uh, for helping me. I definitely didn't forget Thor's name. So Thor <laughs> Ragnarok has that fun shot where like the villains like sitting on top of a mountain and she's like, "I'm the most powerful person ever," and then like someone's like, "Who are you?" And then it cuts mm-hmm. to a big, big wide, and she's like super useless now because she's so tiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The like, oh, the great so you can wide. play with scale. Like it's like it's beautiful like when Mario's going the to have more scale powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to put. I want to pitch the idea that maybe Beautiful Joe has a little bit of like a Bugs Bunny. Oh, Deadpool so ability. no, no, no. Here, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So when he activates that power, he just walks towards the camera and gets bigger. That's like his whole thing. So he like sprints towards us, and then because he's closer Beautiful to the Joe camera, everything meta, behind him seems more smaller. powers. Yeah, more mm-hmm. vlog style editing tricks. <laughs> Are we gonna implement a selfie thing like they did in GTA? Or you just how you would a selfie? Take a selfie? How would a selfie thing help Beautiful Joe out? I'm more than willing to do a little selfie cam. Uh, because social media power, dude, he's more likely to get hired. Like his power ups. No, no, no. I'm they're, saying they're how would that gamify, right? If if the camera angle shifted mm-hmm. to uh, beautiful Joe doing a selfie cam, what does that what does that do for the game as a side scroller? I think it would cut into like I think when I view this game, it's not going to be like a flat 2D side scroller. It's like the new, it's like the Mario 3D world thing where it is a side scroller, but the world is 3D. So okay, it could be just okay. it, cut, it cuts to and over the shoulder of him with a selfie. He's in the bottom left corner or whatever. And then like he can take a picture of whoever's behind him. It's the same. Uh, what's it called? Like the camera options from uh, Wind Waker from Zelda Wind Waker, where you can like take out the camera and do a selfie. And then you can oh, like, we do just that have in the a selfie mode. Fight. There's no real gamifying like, you element could, here. You it's could... just that you get to do fun selfies with beautiful Joe. There might be an I, I I don't know. Like actually, I have an idea. I have an idea. And this, this is, is how you get power this, ups. Like no 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 no. Stick with me. Stick with me. Stick with me. Because I think power ups come from the boss battles. This okay. is this is purely cosmetic. So what you do is is during the levels you can take selfies and you post them to your social media and accrue a social media fan base. With every good picture you get, you actually get more subscribers or more followers. When you meet follower thresholds, you get fan mail. You know what's in that fucking fan mail? AJ new outfits new costumes new like new fucking sweet gloves so it's just like it you and uh it's like uh how the Mario Party games do it it's like if you the the more faces you see in the picture or the more there's going on in it or uh, better yet uh Dead Rising the more like detail and faces and action going on the higher your points are and each point represents a new follower so like it motivates you to take selfies throughout the game and potentially put yourself in a hazardous situation um, like I know how we would do followers. fast travel in this game too. How would we do? Sorry, it? the more I think about this, you know what the fucked up thing about Beautiful Joe is, and why I think I love it so much, and why you love it so much. It's this it's perfect encapsulation of like video game and like film like adoration, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. It's so a, it's, it's, it's a love letter to film. I, maybe there's like a little bit of a Metroidvania element to this one, and you can have a fast travel system by like you know how like 360 cameras you can now do that like tiny world camera trick where like you zoom out from the 360 camera and it makes your little makes you look like you're on a oh, tiny circular looks like, planet. Yeah, on on a little planet, on a little planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful Joe's like fast travel to get you like to do go back and replay levels would be like that. Oh. It would have a little Beautiful Joe running on a little circular planet. You know, this reminds me, it zooms out and becomes like the little big planets. You know, Ooh, like how you would... That's very cute, too. Because, like, if I remember correctly, the first one is what you were on the little planet, and, like, in between each level would be, like, a... your It would, like, give you that map thing taking you to a new continent or something like that, if I remember correctly. Um, 
so you're thinking something like so it's like uh he does a sweet power rangers pose and it just zooms out and there it is there's yeah. this little beautiful joe planet and, and maybe maybe <laughs> these like new editing tricks that you and i are thinking about like the jump mm-hmm. cut or the montage this would be how we do those metroidvania things right like, you could play the game very classical like an old school beautiful joe game and he just has the old mm-hmm. powers but if you mm-hmm. go back maybe there's a path you can't get to unless you have the jump cut like ability unlocked in which case yeah then you, would you have go to go back, back to, to a level and beautiful joe's like i'm gonna have to destroy a, this whole wall but it's level, gonna take a long time is, thank is goodness i have movie. the jump cut zone or mm-hmm. the jump cut skill and boom the, the actually, thing is AJ, gone and you can just move on aj actually i have a really good idea for you because i'm i'm slowly going through the you know the new mario mario 3d all-stars just dropped and i'm going through like mario 64 again what if the base level is actually when you pull out in between levels or what we can call our levels movies, you're actually in a movie theater and each level or each movie is represented by a movie poster that you have to get sucked into. So maybe like there, like, uh, and each movie. Um, don't you have... worry, canonically, the way that uh, Beautiful Joe gets into movie land is by being uh, jumping into the, the movie screen. So you would need to go into like different theater rooms, and then they would like, you would go into the theater room, and then you could jump into the movie screen, and, and then each... you'd be like, I'm in here to kill Mila Jovovich. And each level has different, like, options like you know like when you queue up a level of mario 64 each the each world has a different layout for which star you want to get so maybe Mm -hmm, we play mm -hmm. it the same way where it's like at each each movie has like five different layouts the boss is always going to be the you know the action star of that movie but the layout of that level getting to that boss is always going to be is going to be different so like theoretically there's going to be 50 levels to this game because we have 10 action stars and five different uh, ways to beat that boss. Now, why so would Max Beautiful Joe need to beat Nicolas Cage five times? Just so you have more levels. You have more, like, the, okay. same, the same reason, like, in Mario 64, each world has 10 different War, uh, like well, sub well, the, the idea it. of like every world has like five different sub worlds or whatever because like there's a point total for you to get to the next floor right they, mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. can get like 25 or like 20 or 30 stars on the bottom floor because you need 10 to get to the next story mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. need you need to have a certain amount of points before you can move on to the next zone has there Is, ever been are a... we going to have a system like that in beautiful joe does he need to have done enough scenes in order to move on to the next batch of movie theaters maybe he I needs think... to do a, comp- a be in enough scenes and get enough points to unlock the next mm-hmm. movie so he can oh, take actually on here's, here's, here's it, here it is here it is here it is here it is jay so each like there's going to be these 10 action stars but i was thinking of it of like each of these action stars got their kills over multiple movies. So, like, say our first level, like, our first world, more specifically, is Nicolas Cage. It's like, one level's going to be face-off. Another level's going to be a Ghost Rider level. And each boss has different abilities. So, like, Nicolas Cage and face-off has way different abilities than Ghost Rider Nicolas Cage. Every boss is in there five times. So every, every world mm-hmm. has five levels. You run through mm-hmm. it. You fight like a cage five different times with all five of his different movie powers. You get mm-hmm. to move on to mm-hmm. the next world. And the next yes. world is like Sylvester Stallone's world. You run through that mm-hmm. level five times of with Rambo, five different of, Sylvester the... Stallone uh, yep. bosses. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. rules so fucking hard. It's actually like, like fucking, this is like, I'm actually wicked, wicked and excited to play. This. Dude, we should fucking play Beautiful Joe sometime. I know it's on our Patreon, but I'm just thinking like, fuck it. We should just fucking play it, dude. We should just do it early. Just um, fucking do it early. Do all you right, want to move right, on to another enough. video g- game? Yes. All right. Hey, AJ, <laughs> I got to say the launch title for the, for the Suckbox Series X, I don't know, man. I think it might be taking the cake this round. Do you got a game Tragically, that could beat it? I think it might be taking the cake, too, because I really <laughs> like that idea. It's super fun. It's super fun. All right, give me another game idea, friend. All right, this, um, this submission comes from Philip K. at Zaldine on Twitter. What's An up? MMORPG with really mundane jobs like cashier, sanitation staff, accountant, etc., might I recommend, um, actually, if you're uh, Philip, because because I know you and I talk on the Discord every now and again, I would super recommend if you're looking for a game like that. There's this uh, one grimdark game called Zweihander, uh, which does exactly that. Like all of the classes are actually just like run of the mill things. Like you're a rat catcher, you're a delivery man, you're a boat, you're a boat uh, boat driver or something like that. It's actually really, really, really fucking cool. So, but we're trying to take this in a more modern way, right? My well, my can my idea is what if it was like 
the jobs aren't the classes. Like, what if there's, like, mm-hmm. a full RPG element, but in order for you to, like, gain money in the in-game world, you do have to have, like, a normal job. Like, mm-hmm. you would have, like, your big raid bosses, your dragons, your fantasy elements, but mm-hmm. you do still have to go work at the fantasy Starbucks. You know, honestly, now that I think about it, being an adventurer probably does not pay well, because most of the time... Unless you're, like, being paid by a village to go handle a problem, most of the problems are just, it's just goblins attacking things. They don't own shit that you can probably sell, right? So, like, they gotta adventure, and they gotta protect the town, but they also need to keep their job at Fantasy Starbucks. So, is this, like, one of those games where it's like Moonlighter? I know that's, like, the one we always go back to, but I think it's, like, the best Yeah, I know. I I was about to say, I think we accidentally reinvented Moonlighter. But (laughs) I want to go one step further. What I want to propose is a video game where... You have, like, I'm going to take a little bit from Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter has this whole system where, like, in order for you to go into a hunt with your maximum health, you need to eat a full meal. And you just run over to the Grand Master Chef, the really buff cat, or the sweet Grandma Chef. (laughs) Or or Grandma Cat. And you just say, hey, cook me food. I need to get, like, a good meal in my belly so that I can go off and do this cool hunt with a full bunch of health. Mm-hmm. But what if that was another player that had to make your food? What if you ha- there was a little mini game and, like, players had to walk up and say, I'm about to go fight Bahamut, the killer mm-hmm. of kings. Mm-hmm. I need a good meal. So you run over to the fantasy Starbucks and you're like, one energy booster, please. And on the inside, a player is that runs the fantasy or is working at the fantasy Starbucks has to grab the items, put that together as like a little mini quest in game. They're essentially playing uh, Diner Dash. They give you the meal. The That player gets to go out and fight Bahamut. Mm-hmm. So it's just, is it the constant like... Because the way I'm viewing this is this is a this is a world that multiple people inhabit. So an MMO. Mm-hmm. This is an MMO, a full so, MMO. So is there a level of deadly premonition slash persona thing where like, hey, at this time you need to be here, and depending if you are there or not, actually in, affects your gameplay. So be like, I think hey, that organizations I want to... will happen like that. I think that I... what, what we'll do is like the the mm-hmm. Starbucks that gives people their energy boosters and their maximum health. There mm-hmm. are no NPCs in this world. There's yes. only npc quests yes so there would need to be players that are there at the starbucks working Mm -hmm. it making sure that like you Mm -hmm. are doing and that's not the only job people can that's not the only job that people can do no there's gonna be some of them are clerks right mm -hmm. like you can only buy clothes if you are Mm -hmm. talking to an npc or a player character i guess they're not npcs they would be spcs store player characters Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm And store player characters would need to actually run the shop. Go grab the clothes from the back, bring them back towards the front, make them display so that a hero could come by and grab them. Mm -hmm. You could probably organize some stuff in-game of being like, hey, Blake, I need you to go run the store so that I can buy some clothes, and then we would swap off. To make that interesting, it's got to be like mini-games. So it's like each job presents its own mini-game. So like, say you're working Starbucks, it just becomes overcooked. It's like, hey, somebody, some random adventurer came in and and wants this order. You need to put those orders in before they legitimately get pissed off and leave. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. so that and then the the store job basically becomes kind of moonlighter is like making sure things are priced right. And you know what's kind of crazy about that idea though is if every interaction actually opens up a voice channel. So like say you're working as the retailer <laughs> and the person comes up and says like, "Hey, I need this." And then, you know what, dude? You know what can happen in this game? There's bribes, dude. Like people can maybe sli- like, "Hey, I understand this armor is like 400 400 coins, but if you let me just walk in and take it, I'll slip you 200." You know, you I'll personally slip not you the directly store- 200 and amount mm. if you let yeah. me not pay the 1200 for this suit yeah. of armor. Yeah, so like and then there's you're actually like, ah, I do want that special mount of the big chicken, the big fat mm-hmm. chicken mount. Mhm. So there's like this whole level of like people like actually can be kind of seedy if they want to and that it, I I don't know, just the idea of being able to do that and it just makes the game much more immersive to me. So and how would the just... shifts work, right? Is it a system where, like, you lock in your character? If you say, like, oh, I need money, I'm going to lock in myself as an NPC, does the game not let you go on raids until you've clocked in a certain amount of time working the Diner Dash game? I think it's open, and honestly... Okay, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is the way you do it, like, um, my, my dad likes to go fishing, and he's like, 
hey, he's like, hey, I got to save up to afford this fishing trip. You can't go on a hunting trip unless you pay the fee. So like, hey, I want to go hunt this specific monster to to pay for all the resources, the weapons, the, uh, you know, the feed for the horses to get us to that location costs 10,000 gold. You either have to um, have made enough money on your last adventure to pay for your next adventure or you got to put in the time and be an NPC. Not to be that person that always references the same like four pieces of work, but this kind of ties into mo- uh, No More Heroes. So No More oh, Heroes has right, a system that's right, where like, that's right, that's in right. order for you to move on to the next level, you have to have gained enough money doing a bunch of <laughs> shitty little mini games that's so that you right. can pay in to go do the exhibition mm-hmm. match with the mm-hmm. next best uh, assassin or whatever. So we are literally. So we're what gonna- we're doing is mm-hmm. if you want to take on the raid boss for. I'm running out of fantasy names. Can you give me a fantasy name really quick? Uh, Zogar the Dragon. So if you want to do a raid against Zogar the Dragon, you do need to cash out 100 million gold pieces. Mm-hmm, How do you mm-hmm. ha- do you have that money? Probably not, unless mm-hmm. you were working at Fantasy Starbucks for a little while, helping little adventurers take care of all of their little missions. But see, that's where like the actual interaction with other players becomes really interesting, because... You might be like, hey, I don't want to work these fucking hours. So, like, anybody who walks in, I'm going to be bribing them. Be like, hey, you see that thing over there? I'll turn a blind eye and then uh, you could take it for 200 gold or whatever. But then, you know what happens as a result? And it makes the game, like, just spread out into, like, an infinite amount of stories is... The person who owns that business might put a target on your head. So you might be in the middle of one of your adventures and suddenly you're being ambushed by mercenaries. So it makes your gameplay more complicated depending on how you handle yourself in the NPC area. Punishments are run by actual NPCs, right? If you Mm -hmm, you cheat mm -hmm, out your mm -hmm. job, an NPC will, like, end up punishing you. We've built that into the game. But Mm -hmm. there isn't, like... So there are NPCs, they're just not seen. Everybody mm-hmm, that you're mm-hmm. going to run into is a player, even if they are a store clerk. Mm-hmm, there's no... Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's some quest givers, but they're going to be very infrequent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, this game actually fucking... Like, I would legit play this game. Okay, okay, okay. So is there a stink we want to put on this game, though? Is there, like, something... Does this affect you in real life? Other than if you're working... It's like it's like Animal Crossing in that way of, like, hey, I got to work a job in 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 this fantasy game when I'm not working my real job in real life. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. Would there is be that a the pay stink? To, would there be, like, a pay-to-win or pay-to-play system where, like, you could just, mm-hmm. like... You can either give us 10 million gold or you can just slide us a 20 and we'll let you go in <laughs> that's that's the real that's the real bribe there that's where we're really gonna rake in the money right is like making giving people little paywalls that they could just play and grind out the money to like go fight the raids uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but i'm really interested in this game where like the entire economy like and i want to make sure that it's stat boosts right it is the things that like you need when you go into a raid right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's polishing your armor it's sharpening things to give you a little bit of an mm-hmm. edge in the fight it's, it's still it's like D where you have to like hey this one monster is weak to silvered blades i gotta go take my sword in and they gotta silver it for me yeah you know, things and, like that and it's re- it's repeated things that's why i wanted to use monster hunter as an example because every time you play monster hunter you got to make sure you're full on potions you got to make sure that you've eaten you got to mm-hmm. make sure that like your weapons are sharpened well sharpening happens in game but it's that idea of constantly making sure that you have your supplies Mm -hmm. just constantly being prepared and grinding for that hunt and the hunt's got to be fucking awesome but all of those preparations are done by other characters other Mm -hmm. players Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm Building an actual self-sufficient economy within the game yeah, or yeah, a yeah. way that people can you know, just honestly, pay their way to play. Honestly, you know what this really reminds me of? Because I've just been thinking about it a bunch and I actually really would love to play it with you sometime is Gloomhaven. Because it operates off of the same thing of like, depending on what you do in between adventures actually affects the economy of the town. So it'll be like... Uh, in between adventures, your player characters back are back in the town of Gloomhaven. Those those that don't know, it is a it is like considered one of the greatest board games of all time because it's like an actual like campaign of D and D, but 
built without a DM. It's really, it's really amazing. Depending on like how you, you like, Hey, you put in some time to put some repairs in for the, um, for the church or, you know, like the tavern, then now your characters have access to more items. So like it also rewards your character. Ooh, for yeah. Grinding loyalty because system. Gives... If your character mm -hmm. ends up like working at the fantasy Starbucks all the time, maybe when you go in to order at the fantasy Starbucks, the fantasy you Starbucks like, Hey bud, you're going to get a discount. You're yeah, gonna get or your maximum health and your energy boosts on the, mm -hmm. on the cheap ski because oh, you work and you here get, so often. You get a free weekly, depending, like, say, hey, you put in your hours at, at Starbucks, you get this free item that you only worked, people who work you, at Fantasy Starbucks get. You paid for your you played two hours of Fantasy Starbucks this week, so you get the weekly. Now, mm -hmm. now I'm gonna be like, hey, if guys. I know that we're planning this big raid here. I'm going to go ahead and put in a couple weeks or a couple hours and a couple play sessions over at the Fantasy Starbucks and the Fantasy mm -hmm, Costco mm -hmm. so that I can make sure that, you know, we've got some good stuff. And then you're going to be like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to go ahead and put in some time with the Fantasy Auto Zone so that I can make sure that we have some decent primed mounts for rent. Like, mm -hmm, we're going to go mm -hmm. in there with cars, actually, for this raid because <laughs> I don't want us to get... Go our, dw our dwarven wooden motorcycles <laughs> <laughs> because our normal mounts are too slow but if i get these mm -hmm. ones we're gonna have a much easier time in the raid See, but i do I have to put work in on this game i love that idea because that implies that you can also be a mechanic you can be like yes. you can work at a dwarven car garage where they're just like hammering away and at just these massive behemoths of wood and metal and magic I mm -hmm, love that mm -hmm. idea. I love that idea. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Holy shit. And maybe this that is... game maybe that game people will like come in and say, Hey, I need to rent a mount or like mm -hmm. rent a car. And mm -hmm. that mini game for the player is like the banjo and kazooie nuts and bolts. They actually get to mm -hmm. build a little car and then mm -hmm. give that to the player, and the player uses that car to drive around in the mount or okay. as their mount in the oh, mission. Fucking god. Dude, you know, actually, my my idea with this game is like I want to give players a bunch of little tools that then affect gameplay immediately. The mm -hmm, mounts mm -hmm. are disposable but built by players. Yes. The meal boosts are temporary but built by a player. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Your weapon upgrades are temporary, but your poisons are crafted by a player. You say, Would hey, I need to get my weapons of... poisoned. I, you go into the poisoner, the apothecary, and you're like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to be hunting uh, Zaldine. Zaldine is weak to, like, venom. So if you could just give me a lot of venom on this, that'd be a you're huge help. You're hunting Zaldine, our, our, our dear uh, submission giver. Yeah. <laughs> That's their username. <laughs> but see, okay, okay, okay. See, this the one thing I also want to add into this mix is like I forget the term that they are using, but it is a new thing in game design where it's like it keep it keeps track of the history of the item. And they You're were talking like, about blockchain. Blockchaining. So like this sword that this person got on an adventure where they killed Zaldine Zaldine the Mad Mage is now sold on the market. So like it'll actually have that moniker on the blade so it makes the blade more worth is more it's worth more so mm -hmm. like that could this, be this this and i almost want all weapons to be disposable too i want every weapon to have like a gauge where it would break mm -hmm. down so you're mm -hmm. so even like gear maintenance is something so breath of the wild weapons is what you're thinking yeah, maybe maybe mm -hmm. the way it works is like your gear can level up. If you use the the weapon and you kill a raid boss with it, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. it's going to get a permanent perk, like a permanent mm -hmm. little boost. Yes. Now, it does still have a gauge and a breakdown counter. So at this point, you're like, this is my special sword. I need to you make sure that make... I'm maintaining it. Yeah. I have to take it down to the blacksmith and have a player play the little mini game to repair the sword See... so I don't lose it. Because everything is disposable. That sword can break and break down and be destroyed. And then you'll need to go to the blacksmith and have them See, make I you a love new this weapon. because there's also uh, that implies that there's other ways to make a living in this game. Because there could be like a player that's just like, yeah, I do the raids so i can just get i can all the weapons i carried with me now have that moniker on them so now they're worth more so it'll be like their their grind is just doing adventures to sell weapons they become like a i don't know what you would call that like just a trader like mm -hmm. a weapons trader but they also are like honing their weapons in to give them more value and you oh, and they that. run it down to the store and they talk to the mm -hmm. store clerk player and they're like, hey, check this out. I've got this weapon with this boost on it. What's it worth yeah, for me? Yeah. And then you can also there's other players that like go out and hunt the monsters. But in those areas, there's certain vegetation and other things that they can collect and bring back with them. And they can also be like, hey, I know I know start. I know uh, what's it called? Star uh, 
Oh my God, AJ, uh, Fantasy Starbucks, all of their ingredients are brought in by players. They're sold yes. to them by players. So like there will be an actual stock of like, hey, we don't have this ingredient in stock until somebody, until some random person brings it back in. I can't <gasps> sell this to you. Yeah. So like the stock of all the stock and items of every single store, the stock and materials are brought in by the players who are out there adventuring. So like you are constantly working for this town and giving back to it and taking from it to so you can go do your adventures. Fucking A, this game sounds so good, actually. <laughs> hey, welcome to Spiritual Suck, where we sometimes make games that are sound fun. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Here, This this is how we're going to look at it. Uh, this is how we're going to look at it, AJ. The This game that you, that you pitched is going to be the launch game for the Suckbox S. Yes. Beautiful Joe Action Ten Action is going to be... Actually, it's there's another one. Action attraction. Action attraction is going to be the launch t- launch title for the Suckbox X. Okay. So what I'm what I'm thinking would be super fun. Is, the, the nice thing is our two Suckboxes come with two different styles of yes. gameplay, right? Yeah. The, the, the Suckbox Series S is much more about games as a social. Service, that's why you call it. Social. That's why you call it S. It's the social box. Yeah, and the X mm. or the Suckbox Series X stands is for the extreme. Extreme. Oh, experience is good. I was thinking I experience. Actually, the suckbox experience and the sucks suckbox social. AJ, <laughs> hey, uh, 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 random idea. You know what the trailer for this week should be? Because everybody's launching their uh, their consoles right now. We mm-hmm. should just do a fake console reveal trailer. Let's do a console launch. Let's do two console launches. Let's console launch. <laughs> What am okay. I, what are we gonna call my cool MMORPG where you have to do an actual job? Um oh fuck, it's gotta have like some cool fantasy name like Gloomhaven, Skyrim. Um I don't know, like you could take the Gloomhaven approach and it's just the name of the village that this the town that this all happens within. Um mm. I don't know why this name is sticking out to me, but Grey Spire is just kind of cool. That's I don't know. fantasy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like you include spire in anything, and it's fucking bitching. Dude. Oh, I heard grace fire. Grace fire. Yeah. Grace fire. I I don't know, man. It's your game. Like, what do you want? What do you want it to sound like? You want it to sound actiony? You want it to be like, or it's like, it, it like because there's Monster Hunter and there's uh, is it ice? Is it Icewind? No, it's not Icewind Dale. Icewind Dale is the new D and D. Installment. <laughs> I would love to try to get the word communion in there or Ooh. unity. Something something that kind of like sells the togetherness of this project. Oh fuck. Community or union would be pretty cool. Um Ooh, you know be okay, okay, here's one way of looking at it. The what are the primary monsters you are hunting? Are they dragons? Are they like furry like beasts? Because then you can do something like that. So like this is going to sound lame. I think we can come up with something better. But if you're primarily hunting dragons, you can say dragons union. You know something like something like kind of poetic. Yeah, yeah. A little I bit get like what that. you mean. Like I I like the idea of you going out to hunt big monsters, right? Something mm-hmm. that like is going to end up with yeah, big monster hunting, similar to like a god eater, a Ooh. monster hunter. Um, mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. that? What's that free to play one? Dauntless. Yeah, something mm-hmm. something around mm-hmm. there. I like I like the action of the er, right? Monster hunter, mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. eater. Alright, how about this? How about this? How about you sit on that for a second and we talk about uh the other thing? Give you a little bit of time to stew. Yeah, so, beautiful Joe what was the action <laughs> experience or something? I was I was I was looking at I was like thinking of words that rhyme with action, and I think uh, beautiful Joe action attraction sounds like because it's like an, a movie is an attraction. It's like something you yeah, go and experience. And it, it, it also leverages in that like you know, beautiful little... Joe is a play on the word of beautiful Joe. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know, he's the kind of character that like everywhere he runs, rose petals follow. His whole cave yeah. is made of little rose petals. God, that's so cool. Action, beautiful Joe action attraction has that level of like flirtiness that I yeah. think really just nails it right on the head. Dude, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, so Beautiful Joe, Action Attraction, launching for the Suckbox X. So now we need to come up with something Union. Like, I mean, you could just... No, you need to have, like, some sort of fantasy fantasy word in there. Holy shit. 
AJ, 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 working class. Because there's different classes. Holy fuck, working class is so good. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I do. Holy shit. Okay, so we got working class and uh, and Beautiful Joe action attraction coming for the suck box 20-something. 2020-something. 20-XX, the same year that Mega Man is in torment forever. <laughs> like we yeah, did dude. it. We did two okay, video hold games. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we missed it last week. Let's look at our Discord. Let's find some bosses. Like these could be mini bosses that you find in the levels on the way to the action heroes and beautiful Joe, or these could be like, maybe these are some of the NPCs that you might meet in the area. I don't want to be too boss and I'll pick a boss. Okay. 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 I have one. (laughs) I have one too, but she's not a boss. I just think she's a fun personality to have around. Uh, Zendrika suggests a swarm of very carnivorous butterflies. I love this idea that like one of the beasts that you have to go out and hunt is just like a swarm of bugs. And Uh what does that mean, right? What kind of Mm -hmm. gear would you need to use? Perhaps the swarm of butterflies is something where like, if you go in with large sweeping attacks, then every tick of those butterflies is going to damage your like whole gauge and you'll need to get mm-hmm. the whole sword replaced almost immediately. That's mm-hmm. the kind of like boss fight that you go in thinking to yourself, I need to make sure that I'm carrying four swords because if I'm not, yeah. I'm going to run. I'm going to go weak into to this fire. raid boss weak, way weak breaking to fire a because- sword. Weak to fire because it has to be like a proximity sort of attack. So yeah, it'll be like bow can, guns that have like explosions. Like spellcasters. Of course, mm-hmm. spellcasting is its own system because you have to go in and train and training for, and practicing for spells takes up the time that you can work to do jobs. Mm-hmm. Spellcasting mm-hmm. is incredibly powerful, but the amount of time that it takes to prep it, mm-hmm. it's so difficult. You know, the, oh, the okay, week before great. a raid, whoever you have as your spellcaster for your raid team, they're probably not even doing a job. You're just going to be like, okay, for this week, you need to make sure that you're in there prepping your spell slots for this raid this week. Okay, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, sweet. That's rad. That's a great boss battle. Because it's like, there's like something really beautiful about that. Because like, I'm picturing like the fighting pit, you know, like all monsters, like all bosses have like that fighting area. It's just, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just a forest of cherry blossoms around you but you're just in the open field of like purple grass and you just like see this horde of butterflies flying as like the cherry blossoms are going through the air and stuff like that i'm I'm imagining a battle arena that looks kind of like the swamp in dark souls one a lot of green trees that you kind of have to dodge around those butterflies are going to be coming around those trees to get at you fuck that's rad actually so you just like you have to go to that's cool because like what i'm picturing is is like you're surrounded by this decrepit gross swamp but there's just this beautiful collection of butterflies like they're beautiful to look at they yeah, look like they're floating like this hot incredible flower incredible pink neon shimmering a couple of them are blue to just, just like kind of accent a couple of them mm-hmm. and just maybe the blue butterflies are surrounded by a bunch grossness. of little pink butterflies yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like these things look like they stand out, not because they're poisonous, but because they're like the apex predator of this area. God, that's so fucking cool, actually. Okay, okay, okay. This one's not a boss, but I think it would be really, really fun to integrate into action attraction. Gazer suggests Kiki, but she has a knife. And I, for those that don't know, Kiki uh, is like from a Studio Ghibli movie, Kiki's Delivery Service. I was about she's to like, ask of the delivery service. Yes, yes. And she, you know what she's delivering in this in this game? She gives uh, you all... Hurt. She, no, she She's gives delivering you all, the hurt. No, she gives you like your in-level buffs. So it'll be like, you know, like in Hades where you just suddenly run into Charon and you could just buy a buff middle of the level. You can just run into Kiki and she's like, hey, check out what I got in my picnic basket. And it's just like she like a rusty knife, which gives you like, uh, but bo- actually, no, it's all of the power ups she has to give you are movie inspired things like, hey, here's a film reel that allows you to slow mo time for an extra second. Here is yeah. a here is a zoom lens that allows you to like punch in even faster or like uh do something, you know, like zoom out even faster. Something, yeah, something along like those the lines. Reoccurring shopkeep character, mm-hmm, just like a, mm-hmm. a reoccurring character that jumps into all these movies. She's flying around all of these because uh, she's in a movie herself, and she does yeah, have she, she one of the biggest kill counts or whatever she, that place she, is called. She does have one of the biggest kill counts in anime movie history, if I'm correct. Uh, Kiki? Yeah, well, we don't talk much about Kiki's delivery service to deliver yeah, the hurt. N- neither does the town that she, you know, I don't know, melted. Uh, she but... did laser an entire town with her cool powers. <laughs> so, and she's just chilling out on, I just like, I picture, I'm picturing Kiki just like chilling out 
on her on her broom and just has like she's just like flipping like a butterfly knife and just yeah. like chilling just like fucking just punk rock kiki she has an undercut now and she's she mean. has an undercut hell yeah dude and beautiful joe meets her for the first time and he's like cowabunga you're scary as hell yeah. <laughs> that's right the beautiful joe series and then he like, says catch you around and then he dabs <laughs> Christ. Beautiful Joe would be the type to just dab out of nowhere. He does. <laughs> Anytime he uses one of her power-ups, she uh he dabs. Isn't his pose a dab? Oh fuck. Well, yeah, I thought it was a reference to um not dra it was it a reference to Dragon Ball because they Dragon Ball and they they dab too when they're doing the fusion sequence. No, it's a reference to like those whole, all those like Super Sentai types of like that's Power true. Rangers, Common Rider type things. He's a parody that's on that true. character. That's true. That's true. Hell yeah. Um, hey dude, but he does have the coolest ca transformation catchphrases of all time. What is it? Henshin a go go baby. Henshin a go go. Fuck, dude! Beautiful Joe is just such an awesome fucking character. <laughs> we we need cool to sit character. down and play those games. But Nintendo Switch Remaster, when, man? <sighs> now you're asking the right questions. <laughs> All right, we ready we've to gotten go to patch one notes? of our video game remaster re-release wishes granted. Now we can move on to the next one. Thank you so much for Scott Pilgrim coming back. <laughs> now give me another. Mm, delicious, AJ, another AJ, one. You know what I dream of? I dream of with the Spiritual Suck podcast. It gets big that enough. Every to time we, we say actually... a video game should come back, it comes back. Bring yeah, me Beautiful like Joe. It... Give me Billy Hatcher. God, fucking Christ. We could actually weaponize our audience. Uh, I've God, discovered I have so this power cool. in the universe, and I'm prepared to use it for more good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Patch Notes, friend. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. AJ, next month is going to be a really big deal, huh? Oh, fuck. It's November next month, isn't it? It is, it is November next. Actually, no. It's going to be two months from now. October is next month. Okay. That so, means it's time to really get our asses in gear and make sure that we're mm -hmm. all registered to vote. Yep. Register to vote by the end of this month, and you should... I think everything should get to you on time pretty Everything pretty should get to you t on time if you register mm -hmm. to vote very, very soon. Uh, registration deadlines are coming up for a couple of places. I know that it's coming up pretty soon for California especially. Yep. Make sure um, that you go out and register. Yes. Uh, be, I, I, we are in a pandemic, so like doing things by mail, I think, is the safest way of doing it. But also, I, I think this is one of those situations where uh, going out and voting in person, I think that's just like the surefire way of making sure your vote counts. Um, yeah, just like, just do what you feel comfortable with. But as long as just make sure you vote, man, like this is a really big one and we all got to do our part for it. Even if you are already registered, go ahead and check out votesaveamerica.com just to double check that you're registered. Make sure that there's any other, double check if there's any other ways that you can help out. It's going to be a huge election and we need to make sure that we're all doing our part. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for chicken. Uh, thank you for chicken out with us. All right, everybody. Thank you for chicken out with us. <laughs> thank you for chilling out with us. <laughs> this has been another banger episode if i do say so myself hell yeah dude now we have consoles we have our own console the we kfc console consoles. did not work out well for us but no nope. this one will well the problem was that people kept on trying to just the sauces the sauces leaked so much worse than we were expecting mm, yeah it did fry a lot of uh it fried the chicken as well as the games so yeah it really just gunked up the whole thing yeah yeah <laughs> but i'm certain i'm certain that the suck box series S experience and the xbox and the suckbox <laughs> series social big ups to you and i both for fucking that up every single time i'm a huge fan of it as always i've been your host aj hart our intro and, and I, outro music is cheap shop by anna monaguchi and i've been your other host blake rea this has been spiritual successor and these are cool games that should not be made <laughs>